It's not like you're getting billboards along Highway 10 or... Right. They, and they would say, welcome to the Extreme Tasting League. I'm one of your hosts, Farron. And I am your other host who's here, Sadius. Because Dave sucks. Still. Time travel is a thing, and yet Dave can't travel time. Well, it's his beard. It, it always catches in the time door. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. That's my that's my story. I mean, you may have... Oh, uh, we should introduce our guests before I start talking about one of their beards. Well, I mean, <laughs> I suppose so. We did left them out in the basement. Yes. Did you like the goat? I named her Bessie. That's a good name for a goat. Thanks. I was proud. Did you teach Betsy any tricks? I did. I taught her to dance on her hind legs and spin in circles. She got exhausted. Now she's taking a nap. Well, that's fair. It's good. Any screaming? Oh, all the screaming. You didn't hear it? You have it soundproofed really well. Well, that's... well I like to sleep. We, so, and we no, learned a few lessons about not having soundproofing. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's when the neighbors just be- called the cops. And just because I'm on first name, they basis with most of the, the, the patrolmen in the precinct doesn't mean that they'll ignore the screaming goats. Uh, <laughs> goats, yes, they were screaming goats. Well, I mean, anyway. they, they just stop by and say, hi, we're here for our weekly visit, and it's okay. <laughs> hi, I'm Robin Rayfield, or Sid Thunder. As a musician, I go by the name Robin Rayfield. As a burlesque performer, I go by the name Sid Thunder. Hi, I'm Kirsten Erickson. It's my pleasure to be here on this podcast, Tasting Scotch, again with my buddies. Nice to see you. Good to see you. It's nice to occasionally let people out of the basement. Yes. You know, yep. we're, we're good like that. Yep. All right. There's, so There's less space down there with the roommate. Yeah. <laughs> they get a little, little bit uh, ticked. Well, I mean, there's the roommate and the goat. <laughs> They've been there forever. And, you know, the, the, the guests on the show, they rotate. So, yeah. you know. Well, I need to socialize the goat. <laughs> I hope they don't miss us too much. Because a bitter, angry goat yeah, is not a pretty released. sight. So today, we're drinking The Method and the Madness. It is an Irish single malt. Well, technically, not a scotch. Because the scotch are jerks. I mean, they're great. Aye. Whiskey's whiskey. The, no, it's for those for who me. are... Those in, indulging in the, not pandemic, Pe- uh, pedanticness? pedanticness of scotch, it has to be from Scotland. It has to be greater than three years, aged more than three years, and it has to be in an unmixed. Um, it, 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 it has, yeah, it has, it has to be aged in oak, and it has to be um, a single uh, acreage's. Or, yeah, there, there's a. I don't, I don't know how to best define the term because we're professionals. Yeah, um, you can't blend it, right? And and that is what technically makes it a single malt. However, this this is if the, you follow those same rules and aren't in Scotland, you can still call it a, a single malt. And right. So this is a do it in Ireland, Irish whiskey <laughs> from County Cork, an appropriate place because there's a cork in this. Yes, yep. very appropriate. Healthy gold color. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fairly similar to the to the second one we had um, last two weeks ago. Oh, interesting. I'm getting a very earthy, not peaty, but a, like a mineral. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Something. Something. Maybe a. Uh, I'm kind of thinking like maybe a pink lady apple. Or a, I was thinking just the the smell you get in a garden. Yeah, I was um, gonna say like freshly turned earth. Out yeah. Of the not rain. not like a heavy fertilizer smell. But That's just good. fresh earth. Yeah, it tends not to be the most appetizing. Mm, <laughs> earthy shit. Clay. <laughs> but no, just, just sort of the turned earth 
and a faint fruity, maybe, or floral. I'm There's a light sweetness in there. Robin calls Pink Lady Apple. Fair enough. I, I'm really, really sweet. They're really sweet apples. Yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah. There, there's a sweetness here. I'm leaning on the floral, but if I was going to go, yeah. white fruit is not ruled out, certainly. But yeah, it's certainly coming off more floral to me right now. Yeah, I can see that. The more I stay with it, the more the, the white fruit type of thing comes through. But it's pleasant. It's Stay with it long enough and you almost get lychee. Gesundheit? Hmm. <laughs> lychee. I, I will admit, I do not know lychee. Lychee is a fruit. It's commonly used in Japanese delicacies and treats and such. Hmm. I had lychee soda at the sushi train the other day. The sushi train? Yeah, conveyor belt sushi. <gasps> Where is their conveyor belt sushi? Uh, the, Downtown. It, it, oh. right, right near the Hyatt for Convergence. Right. right? Right, right, right. Yes. I, so so I, I was there like in their grand opening week, and I don't know if they just didn't have sufficient air filters yet or if this is going to be a recurring thing for me because I've not been since. But I was sitting next to the conveyor belt, and after 45 minutes, I could not see. Are you allergic to sushi? No. Um, there was something in the air that, like, after a while was causing me to, like, I was, I was blinking. I was like, blink, 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 tears. And then by the time I left, I could barely see enough to get through the tables to get out the door. I'm sorry, that happened. Yeah, and I, I'm not the only person. Someone else had a similar experience that happened about 15 minutes after I left. They started having the same thing. Somebody sitting in the back with a wasabi sprayer being like, I hate the customers. Yeah, maybe there was an incident that day. Well, our, our thought is that everything being new and, and the conveyor belt either being like just freshly oiled or maybe newly oiled or something about mm. that. And there was yeah. just, and like and maybe insufficient air filtration and there was just particulate that I happened to be sensitive to, mm-hmm. but I wasn't the only one. And it happened to the people that were sitting closest to the conveyor belt. Sure. So the further away they were, the, either the longer it took to hit or it didn't hit at all. Yeah. So the next time I go, I'm just not going to sit on the conveyor belt and see if that's it. <laughs> and I would just now imagine I you, you riding on around on the conveyor belt like, Wee! If I was a little bit smaller, like, and lying they wouldn't, back, like, and just drop sushi in my mouth as I go by. And they wouldn't kick me out, I would consider it, but I somehow don't think they, they would. They would totally kick you out so yeah. fast. Yeah. Uh, I am. I love sushi. We've been thinking about going to some sushi all-you-can-eat places. The conveyor belt ones have a certain attraction to me but we're not sure how much my daughter would enjoy those oh so i feel like the conveyor belt is even more approachable potentially for somebody who's new to sushi because you get to see exactly what you're about to eat and depending on where you sit you might see it go by one way so you can like see it and think about it until it comes back by you and then you'll know by then if you plan to grab that. And then at other times you can see it, you can see it, you can see it, damn it, it didn't make it to me. And then you can see it, you can see it, damn it, it didn't make it to me. And one of my favorite things about this is when you pick up a plate of sushi, generally it'll have four pieces. And if you're sharing with other people, you have not commit to very much. But then if you really liked that roll, you can pick up another plate of it when it comes by. Fair enough. Also, I found out they have RFID codes on them, which allow them to know how many times it's been around. And every so often, the employees will come out and take sushi off the train that's been going around too long, too much. Because no one likes ancient sushi. Yeah. (laughs) No, you want your raw fish fresh. Yeah. Other than that, well, actually, let's we'll uh, we'll talk more sushi first. First, the the drinking. So I'm getting a flower. I'm gonna say jasmine. Oh, drinking it now. Not just sniffing yeah. it. All right. Next a- level. A- yeah. Actually, 
even with that, I'll say that Jasmine in the palette, not necessarily wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is spicy. That's, yep. That's, Whoa. It's got uh, a burn in my throat. That was me exhaling. Oh, I feel like I just um, tasted a fig on the finish there. There, there, there is a, a, a darker flavor. Yeah. I don't know that fig is where I would have gone, but I see where you're going with that. I'm trying to think if I can come up with something that's that's more what my palate is saying. Ooh, actually letting it sit there. Now the fig is definitely, or, or maybe date. I mean, it's somewhere in that family. The squishy fruit. Yes. <laughs> it's fig, date, that's all squishy fruit. Yep. Yeah, because it's a little bit more rich than like a prune, so dried. That was that was our what we gave <laughs> to all of our neighbors at Christmas when I was growing up. Is you pit dates, you put walnuts in them, and then you uh, roll them in granu- granulated sugar. Sure. Yep. Oh, yum. Yeah, it's a neat melange <laughs> of flavor. Yeah, we, we, we did that only because my mom there was allergic to nuts. We couldn't do the nut piece of it. Uh, so we, we, we did the roll date thing. And so that this is why that, that's a flavor that I have in my palate. Because otherwise, I probably wouldn't. Okay. You, can also, <laughs> you can also wrap them in bacon. But then again, you can pretty much uh, put... Oh, and brown sugar. You can pretty much do anything with bacon and be like, Oh, that would probably be good. I'm going to dip it in scotch. I'd try it. You can do many things with bacon. I don't always like it, but wrapped around figs and baked... Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had bacon on, on sweet donuts, and it's pretty yeah. Good. Bacon covered in chocolate—that's tasty. Ma- I, ma- the maple crusted. Yep. Bacon yep. at Safe Fair. I'm, oh. I am not saying that there's nothing you could do with bacon that would make it unappetizing, but you gotta work. Yeah. It's not just casual. I'll just kind of do this. It, bacon will be terrible. It upgrades a salad, but it's still salad. Salad is good. Oh no, I like salad now. <laughs> Taco salad inventor. Oh yeah. See, I'm not, see, you say that, but like the, the way I make tacos, bacon and a taco, only would sort of work. No, there, there's yeah. a there's a cur- uh, commercial chicken. The taco. the bacon or the taco salad inventor, which it goes on about. Is, is, is that a, one of the real men of genius? Yes. 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 It's a salad. With 5,000 calories. Yeah. yeah, I remember that one. Yep. Taco salad in bed. So I, the burn on this, I feel like it hits you the first sip and then you're used to it. Yep. Which means it's but now that I'm thinking about it again, it's hitting again. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you let it sit long enough, you can reset. But if you just keep at it, like, you know, the burn doesn't come back. I'm getting, I, I'm, I'm getting a nuttiness. Yeah, uh, like I was a, just a, maca- a macadamia nut. Sure, I'm, I'm on board with macadamia nuts. Yeah, it's de- that's definitely the, the long in the back of the finish. Yeah, it's a traditional nut of Scot of Scotland. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's an interesting, an interesting, different flavor. It's, a, it's a very much an Irish. Singer. Yeah, we, we, we've been like so so like all the others irish have been you know as much hit or miss we've had a couple of really good ones most have been pretty mediocre and several have been nice try irish stick to your own <laughs> oh it's but it's got alcohol so it must be good i mean i like telemore do and all but the telemore do single malt nothing special now the red breast single malt that was good the 16 year red breast that that was mm. And then uh, the, I think the Nepoke Castle 14 was good. And then the Connemara repeated, to which I still have the empty bottle on the shelf behind Perrin and Kirsten. 
I, I I do very much enjoy that one. That's that's the one in the in the middle. Oh, yeah. that's a nice box. That's it, beautiful. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's a nice wooden container and. The bottle inside it is unfortunately empty, but the, the, yeah, the Connemara single malt ten year peated is tasty. It was also it was also seventy bucks eight years ago. If, wow! If only it was like in a in a D and D game where you could get you know Nestor's ever refilling Scotch bottle. That would be the best thing ever, as long as you got it and it wasn't like Penderin. Right, <laughs> an infinite bottle of Penderin. So so had Dave confirmed for today, there would have been a different cheese. Oh. Um, because when I was at Cub, there was a cheddar that was almost twice as much as this, which is part of the reason I didn't get it. But <laughs> it was all Welsh milk was, was one of the oh. things. That, so I was going to be like, I mean, not that, but no. But is it all Welsh cheddar? like, this is the pendrin of cheese. And to see if Dave would go like, wait, does that mean I shouldn't eat it? <laughs> yeah. So maybe um, next time. So let's see. What do you taste like wet? Well, what do you smell like wet? It's still got a bit of a nose. Vanilla? Yeah, yeah. Maybe a, a ginger to go with that? Sure. Or a candied ginger? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely got a ginger ale smell to it now with the water. Yeah, that works for me. Circus peanuts. Yuck, no. What? Why do you hate us? Orange peanut for mm-hmm. me? <laughs> there was a drink I made. <laughs> and everybody was like, did you put circus peanuts in this? <laughs> I'm like, But did you? I will never never say. (laughs) It wasn't the Kungaloosh, so... No, no, it was not the Kungaloosh. Kungaloosh! Sorry, had to do it. No, that's why I set you up. Yeah. Very long story, super short. There is a drink from a place at Disney that no longer exists called the Kungaloosh, and it was delicious. Mm. And it involves... A ritual. A ritual of hand gestures. Sure. And yelling, Kungaloosh! At the end of it. I like it when drinks involve rituals. It was mm-hmm. it was a fabulous place, gone before its time. Oh, only remembered its song, story, and alcohol, <laughs> as many things are. At Disneyland or World or Pleasure Island. Oh, the the adult place of Disney that died before its time. Wow, it, it was always just before New Year's, and they were always celebrating New Year's, hmm. and. They had like five different clubs of different types, and one of them was the Adventurers Club. And it was hard to describe, and I won't take up the time now, but sometime I will. It was a fab, it was amazing. And I miss it. Oh, do I miss it? Kungaloosh! 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 Wet, it's not bad. It, it's a little more burn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not, not abusively so. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh, it's... I've had a few that you're like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I think the burn is kind of it's. I think not wet. The there was a lot more burn, but it was only like at the beginning. I think this there's more burn kind of just throughout. It's kind of more s- spread out the whole time. This, uh, this 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 is a mild abuse. It's not like call the cops now. Yeah, uh, there is definitely some astringent oakiness in the in the finish. Not bad. But I'm blanking on the word. Tannin? Tannin. Small amount of tannin in the finish. Hmm. There's a there's a punch in the palette up front. I'm trying to identify what I think it is. I don't care for it, whatever it is. Maybe it's just like hint of popsicle stick. <laughs> and it's just like thwacking you on the nose. Well, no, it, it, it's making me say ah and choking me and I don't like it. <laughs> 
But see, here's the interesting thing is, while I, yes, I totally admit two weeks ago I was making fun of the wheel of, of, of tastes. If someone says it tastes like popsicle stick, you know what they mean. That's yeah. that's a that's yep. a taste that you can go, oh, so it's it's kind of woody and a little, yeah. but there's a hint of sweet sweetness. Sweet. Yep. So I totally get those kinds of things, but it's when they're like I, I'm making this up, but only a little, you know, 1970s shag carpet. I mean, it's the kind <laughs> of thing where you're like. How would you know? And why? No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I can imagine what that smells like. That's not pleasant. Well, I mean, that's also us saying that in now versus, you know, if a person in the 70s said it smells like shag carpet. But so, so <laughs> when, 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 I, when I say the popsicle stick, I, I, I want it. So that's what it was in the beginning. As it faded into the finish, it tasted like I would assume balsa wood would from its smell. It, it moved into like that from a popsicle stick. A little, little bit sweeter, but lighter. By the way, it, it, I just want to make sure you know, no one has, no one ever is required to finish their drinks. This is not a... <laughs> uh, it's not a clean plate club? No. I well, mean, I've been doing it so far. Yeah, and besides, I, we took a Uber here for a reason. Oh, yep. well, then drink away. I mean, from the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks ago, you took, a, you took <laughs> yes, an Uber over here. Right. This saves money by being locked in the basement, right? Yes. <laughs> People give me grief. It's being frugal, guys. <laughs> so the thing that's hitting you that you're not enjoying, I feel like there's maybe something bitter there. And so then I'm trying to think, well, what would be bitter besides balsa wood? The, the Irish people. <laughs> it's their sweat <laughs> oh, I'm tears. Sorry. I'm sorry I said that oh, out loud. Because it's not grapefruit, is it? Like, But I think I sense a little bit of bitterness. How do they bottle my tears? Grapefruit. Well, they have fairies that come and collect them in the night ah. when you're having your nightmares, which they also <laughs> create, so they know they'll get a good harvest. That's the madness part of the method, the madness, right? Yeah. Would you like to um, pretentiously read the bottle? I would like to. Is it just this I think so. blurb right here? Okay. Method and madness sprung from the minds of masters and apprentices. Method and madness is whiskey that pays heed to tradition while searching for unordinary. This single malt was matured in American bourbon barrels and features a portion of whiskey finished in French oak casks, bringing a light floral note giving way to crisp barley and sweet wafer. The nose includes freshly shelled peanut. I think it's the shell and not the peanut, but I guess. <laughs> and cereal malt aroma. So we got our Cheerios up in here, yo. Mm -hmm. The taste includes cracked cinnamon stick, ice cream cone wafer. <laughs> maybe, that was my, maybe that was my balsa wood. They're big on wafers, apparently. <laughs> and the finish will provide fragrant bonbons and a hint of toasted barley. Well, I mean, I appreciate they gave us clear tasting notes. They're just full of it. And they are so full of it. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say, like I said, that 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 balsa wood thing. I think that was the wafer. I think they they got wafer out of that. Yeah, I think but, if there was unpleasantness, it was peanut shells. But yeah. fragrant bonbons. What <laughs> in the finish? Yeah. Hey, I said there were flowers in there, so I got that one right. Yeah, yeah, that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give them 30%. Thanks, thanks for disagreeing with me on that. Be your guest. Uh huh? Sure. Be our uh, guest. Be, be our guest. guest. 
Thanks, guys. <laughs> Put our scotch drinking to the, to the test. Yes. <laughs> Uh, this is only going to get better as the night goes on That's, to us. Well, yes. Yeah. We will think we are ever so funny. Our audience. And there's a reason I never listen to these. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the latter episode of the month is always a little bit sassier. Looser. So what day is it, gentlemen? I've been stuck in the basement so long. Oh, I, I think St. Patty's is today or tomorrow. I forget. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. Okay. That helps me know what I might flog later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so anything after about the fifteenth. Okay. Yeah, and, and if, if 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 I'm on point, I will be posting on the sixteenth. But which way does that happen? Plus, I've got Forbiddenitis right now, and so for what? Forbiddenitis. So Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Earlier. Is that the game you were playing? Yes. Okay. I, I no spoilers. I I I. I'm PC, so I'm waiting for the port. Well, I'm a Tetris fan, Robin. Knows, it, it, so. Yep, I thought <laughs> it was available for PC already. Oh, uh, this is this is the. I thought you were saying Forbidden West. Yeah. No, Forbidden West is only. Uh, they're they're porting it. it, it, it is, is it still only PlayStation right now? Yeah. Oh. But. Uh, well then. The more yeah. you know. Join the PC. <laughs> as much as usually I'm a part of the PC gamer master race, I do keep my consoles around for a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this lovely drink. Oh, it's so hard because it's not bad. There are some things to recommend it, but it didn't knock my socks off. Canatas socks are still on. Exactly. I'm going to give it a 3-3. Tasty, not overwhelming. I'm not going to rush out and buy it. But unlike some Irish single malts, if they were serving this, I would happily drink it. There's a few. I'd be like, oh, I have an old waridgery. Gotta pass on that. <laughs> I would like to go next, if I may, and because this is close enough to be in the ballpark of this number, and it's so very close to Pi Day, I will give it a three point one four. Yay Pi Day! Yay yep. Pi Day! Yay Math! Yay Pi Day! Yep! Yay Math! Yay Pi! Well, I would say it's also close to St. Patty. It's also close to St. Patty's Day or St. Patrick's Day. I would supposedly give it a 3.17. However, I would probably give it a 3.75. Oh, I nice. actually I actually thought it was quite good. I liked the smell. I liked the taste. Um, I kind of liked the burn. It's, yeah, I'm really not used to burns from whiskey. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it's, maybe it's I've always had it, but I've just not noticed. Or maybe um, you've just gotten lucky and had mostly smooth whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe that. This is a forty-six percent, so high, but uh, still in the in the normal range. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll say that my dad and a lot of his friends are hardcore booze snobs. So, um, a lot of home brewers, a lot of major whiskey snobs. Um, that might be that might be it. I will say the bottle has some nice texturing that, at different angles, is quite quite attractive. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Part, that, part that, of that. that that doesn't raise my score, but it's nice. Right, yeah. Part of what drew my eye to this bottle before I knew it was an Irish to go, oh, hey, wait, I can make use of this, was the pretty bottle. Yeah. Um, I do like to keep pretty bottles or pretty packaging for bottles about the house because, you know, I don't usually decorate, but, you know, anything that falls in my lap from other reasons that I can use as decoration, cool. I, I will also say, as we observed earlier, this bottle is a burglar club and bottle. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, that would it, work great. It yeah. is a heavy duty bottle. 
Yeah. Empty or full. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a hefty bottle. Indeed. So, um, score-wise for me, I I think, Perrin, you hit it on the head. I'm going to agree with you and give it a 3-3. So, score-wise, I'm matching it to that Glenn Moranzi we started with two weeks ago. But I would say the 3-3 in this particular case, it's for different reasons. And I think I'm being a little, like... If I was weighing it on just Irishes, it would, it would score a little bit higher. But because we're scoring, I'm scoring for the entirety of the breadth of this podcast, mm-hmm. I, I have to keep it as a 3-3. Mm-hmm. So now, I, there's something I've been wondering now for two weeks. So what do you play? You have you have this album coming out. Yeah, my primary instrument is guitar. I, I actually have a college degree in guitar performance oh, from cool. McNally Smith College of Music. Um, actually, much of the album was originally recorded... At McNally Smith College of Music, when the place still existed. Um, so, yeah, you can tell how ancient some of the older takes and recordings are. It's like, this album's... Yeah, we probably started re- we started recording in 2014. So, um, yeah. It, it will um, be steeping. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Well, well steeped. Yep. Yes, oh, yeah. Music. A lot of layers, definitely. But it won't be as old as, you know, Renaissance music. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but I also relevant because that's yeah. how Robin and I know each other is yep. from the Renaissance Festival. Oh, yep. he is of the Morris troupe. Yep, that's that's what I meant by I hang oh. out with a lot of alcohol snobs. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Are the Morris dancers alcohol snobs? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are they alcohol snobs? Because I would say most Morris dancers have problems being snobby about anything because the people just go, well, yeah, you, but you're a Morris dancer. <laughs> but well, a they are yep. alcohol consumers. This is true. I'm, I've hung out a lot with the Morris dancers. Sorry. Yep. Uh, the Morris dancers, I have always had a, a big fondness. They've been great people. Yep. Yeah. But... You know, if you don't give Morris dancers a, a, a ration of, of crap, what you, you're not doing it right. They, yep. they would have identity problems yeah, if you don't give some crap. That's be, part it's of tradition your... for us to make fun of ourselves. Yeah, yes. I, I just picture me, he's being nice to us. What does he want? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't accept any alcohol from him. He's probably trying to kill us. <laughs> so then, of course, you know Vilification Tennis. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I auditioned for Vilification Tennis. Oh, that's awesome. That's actually how I know Cedius, kind of. And and because I would attend showings of Rocky Horror. But he never noticed me there when I was attending. I noticed you. We just never interacted. Yeah. Okay. You're kind of easy to notice. Yeah. Fair. Good point. <laughs> I, I have known I have known the, vil, the, the vilifiers for, well, as, I can't say as long as they've been vilifying. But I've known them for quite a long time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is after they left Renfest, there was someone who saw us performing and was asking us about them. And I was able to, like, jump in and, like, give all the answers. It's like, wait, they're not performing at Renfest anymore? What? Were they fired? And I'm like... I remember their last performance. I, oh, yeah. I was there. <laughs> I tipped them a 100 right in front of everyone and give a, and flipped the bird to the audience. The, That's fun. The, the, I think I'm the, allowed to do that when tipping them a 100. I, I believe that was the, but no, seriously, go ahead and fire a show. Yeah, exactly, because yep. it was Get Fired Weekend after all. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, I, I've been to a number of, this is going to get us fired shows on the last Sunday, yep. and this was the, no, seriously. Well, <laughs> you we, can't fire I, us, I don't we quit. <laughs> I mean, 
there was there was still a limit because there were people going by and kids around and Tim planned on some many of them planned on being there the next year at different motifs yep but but certainly oh no we've been we've been told we can't come back and do bill next year yeah they they, <laughs> they did go past their their traditional limit a little bit yeah yeah yep well i i just remember we've there have been a number of what are you what are you doing with your kids here and then he would back before my daughter was old enough to understand anything she was one of the ones who was in a in a, a container a child <laughs> container i don't know you know Sorry. Whatever you, no, just a carry thing. Oh, whatever, okay. whatever you can show your kid in. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it when they put them on leashes. That's so fun. Like the little backpack that has a leash. Oh yeah, we didn't mm. do that because our child would have just Ripped tripped out. people. Oh, <laughs> there's a mother out there um, out at Renfest. You probably know her. Who um, she's the one who ties herself up and makes sure that her child is holding on to it. Hmm. Hmm. No, the the uh, it has been quite a while. I mean, we used to be patrons, and then when we had a child, that kind of fell by the wayside because you <laughs> kind of like I don't know how long I'm going to be here because my child could you know be done at any moment. And happily, she is now old enough that we're not concerned. But we've had that little um, death plague. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So well, we haven't been out. Mm-hmm. we haven't been out for a couple of years, but uh, we still need to get her her first dagger. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm really glad that her first piece of Renfest equipment is a dagger, not a dress. That's wonderful. I fully approve. Oh yeah. Well, we got we got a pair of matching swords for our wedding. Uh-huh. Uh That was that was our gift to our to each other mm-hmm. because you know you, when you threaten your spouse, you should be serious. And if you have a pair of swords, you can be. Yes. <laughs> Do you also have life insurance policies so that if you follow through, your daughter is well set? No, uh, I'm I'm very careful not to let my wife know whether I have any health insurance or life insurance. I don't want to encourage her. <laughs> I'm not stupid. Or, 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 or tiny Jedi, because you know, yeah. she's, she's a plotter. Oh, she totally, <laughs> she'd totally do me in. Now, does she need a dagger or a lightsaber? Well, the tiny Jedi is because at Disneyland they call all of the little girls princess, mm. and and I get that you know when you're addressing a small child of of unknown origin, hi princess is a very quick and easy way, and most kids out there are, are thrilled. My daughter's response was always, "I'm not a princess, I'm a Jedi," nice. because she's been through the training yeah. out there, so she became tiny Jedi. Terrifyingly, she is not that tiny anymore. Oh, Uh-oh. she's ten years old and she's four foot eight. Wow, four foot eight and growing. Yep. By next year, she'll be taller than me. <laughs> probably true. Yep. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I'm four foot eleven. I don't know if they could hear that that you were four foot eleven. I mean, until you said something. Yeah, they couldn't hear it. That's why I told them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and Robin is fully grown. What thirty one? Thirty one. Yep. So four foot eleven is what you're gonna be, unless you shrink. Don't do that. Well, no. fully grown, but but the question is, have you fully matured? Of course not. Very good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> well, you know the base the basement did have a rack. I could have stretched you out a little bit, maybe maybe oh. just around five foot. So we Possibly. might want to stay for the next podcast. Go back in the basement for another couple weeks. Maybe. All right. We... This one looks good. I'll say that. 
Tis the Black Pits. <laughs> Teeling whiskey. So we've, we've dun, had dun, dun. it. I'm excited had a, about this you, one. Sir. You're very welcome. We've had a Teeling before. It was not with the last St. Patty's Day. Thank you. I'm looking to see. And it wasn't the previous year's St. Patty's either. So yes, it was It was three years ago now since we've had the Teeling. So we, we have the Teeling. Well, maybe it's matured. The, the, well, we had, we had the base Teeling. This is the Black Pits. We had the mm-hmm. base Teeling. Uh, in episode 124, uh, it didn't do well. No. For being the Black Pits, it's very light. Yes, very yeah. light indeed. Um, Pale it's, straw. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's more like lemonade or, than apple juice. I'll say that. I smell peat up front. Oh, yeah. It's peat. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely smoky. <laughs> definitely smoky. Yeah, you. Okay. Noses smell, eyes see. <laughs> Confuse them not, you should. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm just going to check out the eh, 46. So okay. on the high end of normal, I'm getting yeah. a sweet uh, Nilla wafer. <laughs> You're only okay. saying wafer because of the last whiskey. Well, it did give me the idea, but I was like, what does it smell like? And then I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no Nilla wafer is a good call. I, I see what you're going with there. I mean, there's a light sweetness, but it's not aggressive and kind of a... Wafery smell. <laughs> well, well there's, there, there's vanilla and cookie. Yeah, I, mean, I know, I know, but it's just wafer. <laughs> Wafers. Like, smells of waffle cone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Not a whole lot more, honestly. It doesn't smell like peanut shells. No. Yeah, I'm mostly noticing the smokiness to it. I'll, I I'll, I get that Nella wafer too. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll give it a tart apple though. I'm just trying to decide if it's Granny Smith or like crab apple. Oh, maybe it's crabapple. Crabapple. Yep. Crabapple. <laughs> yep. I got uh, it. Still, my eyes are irritated by this. Yeah, there, there, there's there's a there's a um, very strong like acetone yeah. ethanol. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm smelling No, I think that's what your eyes are picking yeah. up there. So my eyes became more sensitive in 2020 because I had Lasix mm. and a lid lift. So it was a surgery year for my eyes. And now they can pick up odors. <laughs> when, when, I can see smells. When, 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 when you do a lift, you're only supposed to lift the thing, not the nose all the way up. <laughs> it was an extreme lift. <laughs> oh my. All right, let's taste it. Actually, it's kind of like that. It's got a bit of a off the front. Um, I'm sorry. Were you were you drinking me? But then wow. it's it's warm and friendly after the initial. Oh, I'm so sorry. I punched you in the face. Yeah, it's like they take a metal ruler and snap it at you. Yeah, and then yeah. and then apologize. Oh, my my bad. I <laughs> I didn't I didn't see you there. I'll be so nicer to you were, now. Though. You were staring at me. <laughs> so, so in, tra- so, so in traditional Irish fashion, they, they punch you and then you laugh about it later. Yeah, when you've had a few more of these, I really like that. That's uh, it's hard though to categorize <laughs> like a pangalactic gargle blaster. So, if I were to put an apple in here, it would be yellow, delicious, very mild and sweet, not tart. Yeah, yeah. They, I, I let it sit on my tongue for a bit. And it definitely has a, a solid sweetness. I'm not getting much of the apple, though. To me, it's more of uh, just a um, just a, a sweet. I'm, I'm having trouble categorizing. I mean, it may be I'm just not picking up the apple qualities. No, and that was only if I had to assign it an apple. It's mm. almost kind of like just 
Well, okay, so there's the burn that adds complexity, but there's kind of a simple sweetness like, yeah, to it. Yeah, a, a rock candy. Exactly. And then uh, on the finish, there's a slight fade out, uh, a little maybe vanilla. Yeah. And, and it's not peppery. A little burn here and there. A little bit of the peat on the finish. Yeah, just just a touch. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not saying much more because you're, I'm not having anything to add. I'm just like plus one to what y'all said. It's, I'm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I was getting a little bit of an apple sweetness on the palate, so I can see that. I definitely see the vanilla finish. Um, just kind of sits there. There's definitely a warming. Uh, the roof of my mouth could chill a little bit, you know, from that. It's a little too harsh on that. But... Yeah, now that I've set it down, my tongue is still a little burned. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely... So I'm, I'm, I'm going to have yeah. some cheese to reset the tongue a little bit. Yeah. And so so the, the, the Kerrygold Barney Castle, if I didn't mention it before, is it, it's their Gouda mm. um, themed style cheese. Oh, it's yummy. I like Kerrygold. Yeah, um, so let's see. Three drops. Did I add the water yet or not? I don't think I did. No, you didn't. No. The nose is is pretty mild at this point, I think. <sighs> yeah. I also will do a reset before I go in. I'm feeling a little numb. Just don't sniff too close and too hard. Right. Because there's nothing quite like, Doctor, I think there's something up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> how, well, how I did, think there is. How did you get this coffee bean up there? Just don't ask. Just get it out. <laughs> what happens at the podcast stays at the podcast. <laughs> Not really. I mean, no, because it's going to get broadcast. I mean, it is recorded. So right? yeah. It happens after the podcast. Like that. That's what we left the goat out. It's not assaulting my eyes as much now, sniffing it after adding water. To be expected. Wow, I'm almost getting nothing. Yeah. 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 And this is, this is to me, a good example of why I'm not a big fan of water. I, I haven't tasted it yet. But, I mean, it took the nose, which wasn't amazing, but it was adequate, mm-hmm. and made it, like, huh. <laughs> There's... <laughs> Extinguished. So colored water then. <laughs> <laughs> Lightly, gently colored water. Yeah, put a put a dab in your eye. Just water, it'll keep it moist. This is like well hydrated urine. <laughs> Sorry. A whole different you know, it's not straw colored. <laughs> Let's get out the urine chart. <laughs> this person had enough water to drink. <laughs> so the nose now I'm actually getting a hint of salt. Wow. Almost like, almost a saltine cracker. I let a little of it hit the back of my throat. That was a mistake. The apple comes out in the nose, too. Still a bit of a burn. Some of it is where it landed, but yeah. there's a little bit more burn, in yeah. my opinion. See, the apple taste definitely See, comes it's, out it's a lot it's smoothed more. out to me with the water. I still have a burn. It's still warming, but I don't have the burn. Like, there's less assault on the roof of my mouth now yeah. than there was. Keeping in mind that I expect some amount of build because a reset only resets it so far. But the fact that I did like spike back up to where it was means it's got to be lighter. And it might have been I didn't have a lot left, so the three drops might have hit it harder than some of your your mixes. I found that pretty much like I could tell I could tell I was still drinking it, but there was nothing much to talk about there, other than excuse me when I got the alcohol on the back of my throat and then it was unpleasant, as most alcohol in the back of your throat. Generally is. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. If you let it sit and then take a swallow, like, I, I think I maybe, like, breathe in too quick. Like, my tongue is a little on... It's not on fire, but it's like, ooh, that's a sensation. So, yeah, don't do that. Whoa, I just got some up my nose. <laughs> Burned a little bit there. I feel like I couldn't drink this for a long period of time. Which, you know, might be good if you're trying to limit your drinking. Why would you do that? 
<laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Strange goals. Yeah. I'm going to limit my drinking. And then I'm going to practice hitting my hand with a hammer. Because why not? Because no, I, I hate fun. Fun? Fun is for other people who aren't as classy as us. <laughs> Teeling whiskey. Black pits. Peated single malt. Reborn 2012. Bourbon. And Sauterns casks. Uh, Non-chill filtration. Located just behind the new Teeling Whiskey Distillery is the historic Black Pits area of Dublin City. Steeped in manufacturing tradition and formerly home to an abundance of malting houses, it provides the inspiration for the Teeling Black Pits peated single malt Irish whiskey. Triple distilled from malted barley dried over peat fires, and then matured in a combination of ex-bourbon and ex-sauternes. French wine casks produces a truly distinctive taste profile, unique in all the worlds of whiskey. Teeling black pit, single malt, single peated malt, peated single malt, truly unconventional Irish whiskey at its finest. I'm sorry, but what were the descriptors? Unconventional and unique, that was it? Yeah. Ah, it tastes. Mm. It tastes different. I had unconventional on the on the nose, and the finish was peated. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't always get any kind of tasting notes, really. Hmm. Nope, that's that's all you get. You, unconventional. Mm-hmm. They could uh, put anything in there. Yep, dirty socks. Unconventional, <laughs> 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 no sir. Oh. I will say the bottle looks pretty epic and badass. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And I and I also will say it at least in the nose was you could get the peat. But oh, I, yeah. I really didn't find this terribly peat. No, it wasn't. Um com- compared to like it, it, as far as the the peated Irishes have gone, uh, most of them have not been heavily peated. The, the Connemara was really the only one that truly tasted like a peated. They kind of just wander past and go, hey, peat. Yeah, and that's as that's as heated <laughs> as they get. They 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 they, they, they shook hands, but they then they moved on. There was there was no overnight. <laughs> so, I I have a I have difficulty. I, I found wet this to be pretty piss poor. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But but neat. I really liked it. It it was a surprising burst of of flavor and heat. And I could see really enjoying this on a nice fall or winter's eve. But do I rate it more than the other one? And that's that's I think I, I think I said three three on the other one. Yep. I think I have to go three two. I liked it. I didn't like it much less, but it's not quite as good as the other one for me. So I would say that if I had a lineup of scotch that I could indulge in and i tried that and then i knew that there were other options I'd go for the other options like so if it's the only thing available i'd have some but i wouldn't be able to drink it all night and what's the fun in that so i'm just gonna say like 2.5 i'm gonna be kind of harsh on this one that's fine yep i'll say that the bottle and packaging i give a four <laughs> you want that bottle on your shelf yep but when actually tasting the drink itself, um, possibly, times, possibly, <laughs> possibly a three point five, maybe a three point two five. 
Okay. I'll maybe go into the middle and say uh, 3.35. You could have a repeating decimal, 3.33333333, just for fun. Yeah, sure, 3.33333. So says the person who said pi. I did. Yes. So it's a mathematician. So to summarize what you're saying. This is the scotch that you'll ask, hey, when you're done drinking this, can I have the bottle? <laughs> that's the yes, that's exactly what I would say. So, so, so Here, actually, you drink it. You, you, you joke. Uh, the Glenmorangie, um, I want to say the rare old, the packaging on that was also pretty good. The, the year I got it, the packaging has changed since. Uh, and I actually did sell that bottle and the remnants for it for essentially the packaging to the person who wanted it. Nice. Wow. Well, so, well played, so, so you joke, but oh no. And and several of the bottles in the living room are packaging, packaging awesome, scotch not so much, yeah, price we, tag, oh fuck me. Yeah, we were we wow. were quite, quite the, the, the big example of that are the four expressions that are in the dragon head ones. Yeah. Those are gorgeous. Like, I mean, is the, that one Cthulhu? This is Loki. Yeah, There's so, a, yeah we, we've got Loki and Freya over there, and we've got Odin back there. Thor, we missed, and um, they're 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 rare earth magnets that hold the the wood closed over the bottle. Oh wow! It's gorgeous packaging, and it's it's nice. It's it's not cheap thrown together or anything, but the scotch is yeah, and so mediocre at so, best. So, so those bottles were two seventy five five years ago. Uh, that one was three hundred. But was actually tasty. Yeah, it wasn't three hundred dollars tasty? What? No. Those ones? The Odin. Yeah. Uh, this this one. Yeah, that that was the most expensive of the three that we got of the four in that series. It was it was twenty five dollars more, but it was tasty. That that one, mm-hmm. I think overall we agreed two hundred would still be a little expensive for it, but we'd pay two hundred for it. I paid three. Uh, the Fire and Ice, oh. which are in those are the ones I... are. Astastic. Yeah. They're and, which is why they're still liquid in those bottles. And cost uh-huh. more. Yeah. So you use those as party tricks, right? And you mm-hmm. pawn them off on people like you want to drink fire. Well, this is one of those things. So 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 Dave and I have had a tradition. We go to convergence mm-hmm. and we have a public flask and we have a private flask. Mm-hmm. And people know that we do a Scotch Chasing podcast, so they know we're not gonna have what anybody else has. And the public flask will be something that we will hand to people that we don't want. <laughs> we don't like, but because we are who we are and they think of us the way they think of us, they'll taste it and go, oh yeah, this is pretty good. And we'll go, no, it's not your fault. Shit, we know it. It's funny for us. <laughs> and the private flask is the stuff that's actually good that we get for people who actually have taste. So, yes. So if you come up to us and you know us real well and we like you, you will probably get the private flask. I don't know. One time Dave invited me out back to his room for Irish car bombs, and I did not enjoy that. But well, I think I just don't yeah, drink but, fast well, enough. Well, the, the other right, thing is it's Irish car bombs. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, there's a drink that I know called the Vulcan Mind Probe, and anyone who's like, I'm a science fiction fan, I'd love that. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> it's Uzo and 151. I don't know what that means. It means it's gross. It's, it, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it, is, it is gross, and it's really alcoholic gross. So, anyone who drinks them, they, they, there was a, in college, we, we had, we would have progressive room parties, mm-hmm. like you do, only our floor was a square, so it never ended. So, it's not like you could progress from one end of the hall to the other. You would just progress back to your starting point. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, one of the rooms was serving Vulcan mind probes, and it, we'd, we'd had enough of them, and no one was willing to drink what he poured because it was disgusting. And he poured a double, and he's like, "Does anyone want the double?" And everyone's like, "No." And some guy walks in and goes, "Ah!" and takes it, slams it down, hits it back. We're all watching him to just like, "Are you mad?" And he he just turns and starts out the door, and he walks about thirty feet down the hall and swerves and smashes into the wall. <laughs> and and it wasn't ha ha ha! Look at me, I'm having fun. It was. I don't know whether it had finally hit him or what, but that was not a look at me. I'm I'm a goofball. Ha ha. Let's let's laugh. That was a ooh. He just ran into the wall. I don't think he enjoyed that. Oh, and and he didn't stop and look back and go ha ha ha. It was like he slammed into the wall and kind of staggered around for a bit and then kept going down the hall. <laughs> and we're just like, yep, we're not having any more of these drinks. <laughs> yep, you can put those ingredients away. Case in point. I mean, ouzo on its own is disgusting. I don't know what ouzo is. It's a licorice, Greek licorice yeah, liqueur. It's a, it's a Greek liqueur. Oh. And Bacardi 151 is a 151 proof rum, mm-hmm. which means it's really alcoholic. Right. So you pour those things together, and when they're the only two ingredients in a drink, I don't know why you do that. I mean, I did, but I don't know why I did. Well, I didn't know any better when he handed me the well, drink. I, the, the answer is you're a college student and you're just looking to get drunk. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, so so I, I, I'm going to put a, a lid on, yeah, on yeah, that yeah, so yeah. I can put a score on this. I didn't care for it. it. I didn't hate it, but I also didn't like it. It was, it was, it was underwhelming, um, but it didn't suck. But it did whelm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 2-8. Uh, cool. Okay. Um, for the record... The non-peated peeling that we did a couple of years back, I gave a 2-2, two, two. Mm. Perrin gave a 2-3, Dave gave a 2-3, and our guest Seth gave a 1-9. Whoa. It, so... was, it was pretty vile. To get me down into the two low twos, I look at that as, I, I don't want, thank, thank you, no. Yeah. Would you Would you like some? No. No. <laughs> and and, and, and I, I will put out there, and there, there there's a reason Techie. that there's there's a limited number of uh, this this theme that we do of five or single malts that we can possibly do because eventually we're potentially going to hit the point where there's nothing that we haven't done on the show except for the tier connels, and we won't do the tier connels because I've had the tier connels uh, tasting and I paid too much for them then, and I'm not going to pay $80 for a bottle of something I know I will score under two. Ah, yeah, that's smart. Yeah. I, I wish I could... They were bad. Um, it is it is old, so I probably won't be able to find it, but I had an Irish whiskey on a cruise several years ago, and I will say that it was a, it was a good Irish single malt. Anyway, I'm not going to or everybody with me looking yeah. through pictures. But it was a... Was it a Kegelman? No, that's that's not no, Irish. That's not, that's not. Uh, was it Nepogue Castle? Because we had that... The, no, the it was, it was not a Nepogue. Okay. Could have sworn it started with a K. Did you give fresh science? I gave fresh science to the cat. I'm done with the science. Cat can have it. Are you ignoring the science? What is wrong with you, cat? <laughs> Cat's playing hard to get. The cat <laughs> wants the science. You're a scientist, kitty cat. No, he, only, only let him have the one. 
Okay. Only one science. Because the others I put back and, we, and I do reuse them. So. Okay. Oh, thanks for letting me give your cat science. No, no, no. That's The cat gets science every so often. Good, yeah. good. Yeah, good, he, good. He, he needs a fresh one. He's, he's chewed the life out of the other ones. And, I mean, I'm sure it's not good for him, but he does like them. So long as he doesn't ingest too much. And if he does ingest it, it probably just goes through his track. Yeah. There's worse things. I I was cleaning up after my cats. We have we have three people, so we're safe having four cats. We haven't devolved into the crazy. It's the number of people in the house plus one. Well, see, mm-hmm. I just figure what's the legal limit of cats. There you go, four. Okay. And we, uh, I was I was scooping the litter boxes and found, oh, the cat apparently had eaten a hair scrunchie. Oh. Not a not a big one, but like the the band. Yeah. And so, yeah, he'll they'll just eat the plastic and pass it. So I was at the dog park one day, and I was chatting with another human, because, I mean, dogs are fun to chat with, but humans talk back. And her dog was across the other end of the park, pooping something, and she was watching, and then realized it was her thong underwear. <laughs> and I'm thinking, are you going to fish that out and do the laundry, or no? I'm pretty sure she threw it away, but that was hilarious. You could tell from across the dog park, oh, my dog ate my underwear, and now it's pooping it out. <laughs> that's that's priceless. That's one of those, and I did not expect to have this conversation today, <laughs> moments. That's pretty good. Thanks for sharing this moment it, with me. <laughs> yeah, we, we have not gotten a dog because they require more care. Oh, they do. You have a dog, I gather. Yes, I you have. You don't just hang out in dog parks for, you know, <laughs> For funsies and chat with people? No. It's much like children. I don't mind yours. I just don't want to take it home. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and you know, sometimes I sign up to take those children home so I can do some babysitting and then remember I don't need my own. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give these back now. That's the beauty of somebody else's children. But yep. I'm okay with having that responsibility with my dog. And I'm signing up to get another one. So I have an English Springer Spaniel, and this summer I've sent in my application to join the waitlist to adopt a new puppy uh, Welsh Corgi. Ah, uh, Corgis. My my brother-in-law and and sister-in-law have Corgis. And they're Corgis. They're, yep. they're fun and adorable, and they have Corgi butts. Yeah, they do. And lots of energy, and they're bossy. There's a video if... if if you're ever looking for something that will cheer you up, type "corgi" in the "corgis in the snow." I don't know if that will bring it up, but there is a like 15 corgis going down a snow pathway. Oh, fun! Corgi butt after corgi butt after corgi butt. It's it's really hard to be depressed after watching a parade of corgis in the snow. Yeah, just saying. So flogging, flying. Uh, it is. After the 16th. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the middle ish. of the month-ish. If, so, if I'm responsible, which... So uh, I, just, I mean, I, I had jury duty, and so I had time. It, this is probably mostly on time. So I have something to flog. I mentioned it at our last podcast, and assuming that um, my time is right right now, I have a show coming up. It's a concert. You can go in person. On March 19th to the O'Shaughnessy Auditorium at St. Catherine University and watch me in the viola section with the Minnesota Philharmonic Orchestra. Accompanied by other people. Right? Actually, no. I'm just a one little tiny person in an orchestra. Actually, though, if you miss the show, which is fine because we got sold out for our last in-person concert. 
then the show should be available online. And our previous recent concerts are still available online. So again, that's the Minnesota Philharmonic Orchestra. I was a part of two of the concerts that we put on during 2020 and 2021 during lockdown. So, um, and then our last live show is still available online. So look us up. We are the local LGBTQ orchestra in the Twin Cities. Very cool. All right. And for me as a musician, um, once again, I'd love to plug my album, but I have no idea when it's going to come out. Um, however, you can probably find my SoundCloud, Robin Rayfield, Robin hyphen Rayfield, something like that, or N1M Music. I forgot exactly what the website's called. I'm there. I've been making a few announcements. I've possibly updated my Facebook, um, my Facebook page, Robin Rayfield. And also as Sid Thunder, um, doing burlesque, you can find my Instagram page, Sid Thunder Burlesque. It, that's Sid with a Y. And I absolutely encourage you to subscribe to my OnlyFans. It's at Sid Thunder. Um, and I, for me, my sub- it's free to subscribe to my page. So um, not that many people offer their content for free. So um, yeah. If you like kilts, look up Sid Thunder. Yep. If you like kilts, look up Sid Thunder. That's kilts. That possibly suits like and ties as well. <laughs> Why not? Why not? not? Very cool. Do you have um, anything? Well, again, I am going to be doing the Great Irish Sleepover at Kips. So uh, if this posts on time, that will be uh, tomorrow and the next couple of days. It will overlap with Kirsten's concert on the final day. But yeah, I'm, I'm in the hotel all three nights. I'm checking out Sunday morning because, you know, I'm apparently a lush. And uh, like just to, to see the music. So I, I, mean, I hadn't seen the Timmys <coughs> play in a number of years. I like um, the Timmys. Those be, guys are friends of mine. Because when 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 they moved to the to the um, five man that they were for a while, or five person, I guess I, I can't remember if they were all um, five beings. Five beings. Their sound changed a little bit, and it wasn't it wasn't quite my thing anymore. Oh. Um, but when they moved back to the trio, now it's back to what I you know would go to every Tuesday at the halftime rec twenty years ago. And I felt like I was back there. They're not playing at the Rec anymore. They're playing at uh, Mike's Tav in St. Paul. Um, one one show a month, typically. Um, I think they're taking March off for St. Patty's. Uh, so hopefully they'll have a show again in April. Um, I've, I've been at both of the events that they've done there. Um, they were well attended after 1030, which is typical of a bar. But yeah, it, it, it was like being there. But of course, because we haven't established the crowd yet, a lot of the audience participation pieces of their songs doesn't have quite the energy they used to. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I was training in my table. The, mm-hmm. the people who chose to sit with me, I was there alone. But uh, once it gets crowded, and I, I'm at a table for four. I'm not going to keep it to myself. I'm like, if you need space, come. come. And uh, I've, been, I've been fortunate that people have been very friendly and I've been able to strike a conversation. And, and this last group was like very into the band in terms of, of having you know the bar, bar band there. So I, I was training them in on, on when to clap and some of the verbal callbacks, some stuff. And I had to explain it to some of them because some of them weren't familiar with like Sinn Féin or, or the IRA quite the way that those of us growing up in, in Gen X or, or, or uh, early millennials are familiar with those organizations. So the only thing I have to flog is there's still probably about a week left of Girl Scout cookie dumb. So if you hear this, check out the website and we'll see if there's a link. And if there's not, well, you should still go to your local Girl Scouts and buy cookies. Yeah, if, if nothing else, Perrin, I'll, I'll try to remember to put the link on the Facebook page. Okay. 
Like, I believe in you. Without any context of show, just right that because mm-hmm. I think I still have to post like the last six recordings plus now these appropriately because right. like the shows have been posted on the website but not on the Facebook page because mm-hmm. most people like I said are RSS subscribers they don't really pay attention right. to the Facebook page but I still feel we should have the presence there if anyone well, cares. I would like to thank you both for coming and joining us, especially on short notice. It has yeah, been wonderful you. to have you both. Yeah. Uh, have you for the first time and have you returning. And uh, it is now time for our traditional toast. Yep. Now, you've had two weeks in the basement to think of a toast. <laughs> I have thought of one. Excellent. Okay, a toast to um, peace, love, and all that good happiness stuff. Woohoo! Cheers! Cheers. And I wish I was recording that because that would have been fun.